two, one. I'm Matt. And I am Mike. And there ain't no Fredo in here. And this is the Cambridge Hall Hailcast episode one. You got it, Mike. Yeah, you should come. It's going to be a whole day of team sports and beer. Get the old heart rate up. Maybe pound a cheeseburger in the sun. Throw some butter on it. You're going to love it. It's like I picked the wrong week to drink We are the music makers. And we are the dreamers of the dream. why in the world did we decide to do a podcast? And who are we to even think that we have the ability to do something like this? Well, it's funny you should ask, Mike. Um, I was thinking the same thing, so I put down some words here. Um, Words are beautiful. Especially when they make sense. uh, Words are parody. (laughs) Well, I'll start with me here. Uh, My name, Mayamo. Uh, Matt Steckity, I uh, you know I love talking Michigan football. There's no secret. Don't get no better. Don't get no better. I live here in East Grand Rapids by way of North Muskegon, four nine four four five. Yo, how the hell was it going? Go North Pride. North Pride indeed. Uh, from there, I matriculated out in Ann Arbor in '88 uh, through '93. Uh, there, um, boy, those were salad days. I tell you. Five Big Ten championships, four Rose Bowls. We won a Hoops National Championship. Damn, the Grateful Dead that same week and Hash Bash. That was a hell of a week. That was a fine week. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Final Four, Illinois, Grateful Dead, Seton Hall. Um, yeah, those were those were great. So uh, I tell you, I was uh, you know I first started visiting Ann Arbor back in the in the late seventies. Yeah, that's a good time for like saving fuel, <laughs> wearing sweaters, and turning you know. Yeah, Jimmy was. Carter was good at that. Yeah, the Ford Carter's uh, administrations. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, since then you know we've uh, I've maintained a whole host of friends from uh, from the Ann Arbor days. Still real good friends, my best friends. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Been real fortunate that way. Yeah, I wish, you know, most of us could say the same thing, but I mean, you know, you're pretty cool, despite your obvious lack of social skills. That's America, you just heard, ladies and gentlemen. That is America. That was nothing but red, white, and blue being cracked open there. We're not necessarily sober when we're doing this either, I don't was yeah i was the kid well i got so every pissant prairie punk thought they could shoot a gun would ride into town and try out the waco kid damn i must have killed more men than cecil b demille i'll tell you what here's to uh rip huh i'll tell you what men uh drink like us they're gonna die (laughs) when when indeed yeah, that is a big loss, but can't dwell on that. I mean, but he was a huge figure. Uh, that, that's interesting that that was in your intro. 
The Waco Kid? The Waco Kid, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, uh, the, you know, the news came out yesterday, but then there was even, like, more news today, almost. It's almost like it set in. And people started realizing, holy shit, uh, Gene Wilder was, like, to people who, my age at least, he was, you, you waited around all year to see Willy Wonka. Um, I mean, then once you became involved in, you know, enjoying comedy films, I mean, you, you couldn't get enough of Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein. I mean, the guy was just dry and... He was a genius. He was, uh... There's no yeah, doubt. I mean, a, so... It's a massive loss to... Yeah. Uh, it is, and it seems it's only gotten uh, more massive to me in the last 24 hours since I heard, just because it's like, wow. Rough year he was for awesome. uh, artists going by the wayside, you know, Prince and Bowie. Ali. Yeah, he, no he, kidding. He's an artist. Champion. All. So is that it? You pretty much... Uh, that's all I got. That's I all mean, you got? I, I mean, I I'll vouch for you. You're a hell of a Michigan fan. There ain't many Michigan fans... That make me prouder, personally. Uh, <laughs> Nothing prouder. Well, yeah, it's, it's been my pleasure to have known you, Mike uh, Sekulich, for going on 35 years. 35 years. That's like, that's like five in dog years. <laughs> yeah. My uh, quick math, that calculates about five. What was that? Like quick math. Oh, wow. Well, you ha- I brought my abacus, so for me, it's simple. Start sliding. Just, you hear it. You know I'm working the abacus over here. Yeah, uh, well, I guess you ought to get. We ought to uh, move on over to uh, to me, uh, the Bellow Kid. Today, in the salute of the Waco Kid, you can just call me the Bellow Kid. Something happened there. Yeah. Oh, now it's yeah. back. Now it's back. We're okay. Good. Uh, yeah, you know, both of us, longtime Michigan fans. Uh, I took the number four. Uh, when I was a QB for the Mighty Norse, uh, in sort of an honor of Harbaugh, uh, you know, and coach with him, but uh, I had to give it more to Harbaugh. Uh, coach with him is coach. He's the coach now, yeah. So yeah. this year, right? But um, he was like a grad assistant back then. Oh yeah. Uh, and he came up to me. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm really, uh, boy, I'm really." proud that you took that number, Mike, and I'm like, oh, yeah, is that right? Uh, I didn't want to tell him that was probably more for Harbaugh than for him, but yeah, it worked out. Uh, you know, when do I start? In 1985. 1985. You know, talk about there, I was there through uh, 89. I, I am not going to say I left there with my degree. I had a problem with my fucking boss. Um... But beyond that, both of us have played uh, football um, and excelled at it. And um, so we understand the minutia um, as well as the broader context of the game. Um, we listen to WTKA and Sam and Ira. We, we, you know, we have been uh, voracious readers of MGO blog for years and years and supporters uh, of it as well. Um, so we are in tune and have been in tune much. So, I mean, you think about when we were, when we were in school, you know, you'd hear, Hey, I hear, uh, 
I hear they're getting some stud receiver from the East Coast. You know, when you know, yeah, they've been recruiting him for a year, but we hear about it. You know, just as he's coming onto campus right. or he's you know in training camp, and now it's a completely different scenario. You know, you no. you had no idea who was they were bringing in until they were on campus back in the eighties or yeah. back when we were in school. Yeah, and now it's just every bit of detail we know about, and so yeah, we're in tune to that, uh, and, and it does get you know. I have to say, um, too much. There's a there there is a uh, there is a point where it, it it is too much. There is a fine line between clever and minutia. That's it. That's it. Uh, and so uh, I I don't think we'll go into as much minutia um, as we could. There's for sure. Yeah, I know that. Uh, but. Uh, I like the idea of uh, talking Michigan football uh, the way we talk it, uh, which intersperses, like you said, history, food. Uh, what's your beverage of choice for this here outing? Uh, who are you going to be watching it with? Give me some memories, maybe of this week in history. Uh, uh, you know, a little hodgepodge of Michigan uh, uh, ephemera, if I may go back to a local history department type of word. Um, uh, so we'll break them down each week. Uh, our team, the opponents, uh, we'll also introduce maybe the MGO Babes. We want to get a female perspective in this podcast, and what better way to do that than to bring in some uh, MGO Babes to uh, discuss some uh, uh, pertinent information regarding Michigan football. Michigan football, history, food, memories, special guests. Yes, special guests indeed. We will have special we guests. We will have special guests, for sure. We've already got a couple of uh, commitments, a couple of people who've already clamored to get in our door once they heard it. And I'll tell you what, we had talked about this, what, a few weeks, probably a month ago. This is, what, 20 years in the making? It is. It's but it's 20, it's 30 years in the making. Yeah. It's 33 years in the making. That's no doubt. Uh, but we actually talked about it, what, about five weeks ago, and then I'm reading an article to go back to MGO blog, and some guy says, you know, he's getting shit from the, uh, from the people on the, making comments. The boss man? Uh, I don't even know who it was. Some guy saying, hey, I was, uh, I was listening to Paul, you know, whatever that dude is from I the know. SEC, yeah. And maybe it wasn't him, maybe it was somebody else, and everybody's getting shit. You shouldn't listen to that asshole, blah, 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 blah. And his response was, well, if Brian would come out with a second podcast, then I'd have something to listen to. And then at that point, it's a minute. It's like the, this community craves uh, good times, and good times are Michigan at resurgence. It's a good time to be a Michigan fan. Oh, it's never man. a bad time. Uh, I think we're going to be... It's a particularly good time. Come November, we're going to look back and we're going to say, uh, damn, this was a hell of a year to choose to. Yeah, the bandwagon, I do believe, will be uh, filling up. Yeah, well, it's a monster bandwagon. And it's not really a bandwagon when you've got the largest alumni base in the world. And a fine squad helmed by a an outstanding head football coach James Joseph Harbaugh hey Harbaugh I'm kidding so that's where we're coming from let's hit pause right over station identification cream my hands are so dry I can't handle the ball have you tried this cream Abdul Jabbar sure for a soft touch around any rim Kareem Abdul Jabbar Try our SBF 15. Swish. And welcome back to the Hailcast. So what 
is going on with the college football scene? What is going on with Michigan this year? What is our upcoming schedule like? Who are we facing? What are our outlooks? Matt, lead us. Um, all right, Mike. Well, I'm looking here at the Associated Press Top 25, the AP Top 25, as it were. And uh, no shocker here, uh, Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide is right up on top. Uh, yeah. um, Clemson. Cubanjo. Cubanjo, no doubt. He got a little pretty male thing. Central. Uh, Clemson number two. Uh, on this list, and you know, one two is a rematch of. Get, I mean, get the, the whole banjo game. band. Clemson's a nice campus. I'm yeah, telling. I know, I'm not, I know, I know, I know. Got a good friend who's uh, a. Tiger. I'm not saying they can't have banjos down in Clemson. No, there's nothing. I love banjos, dueling banjos, stealing. I love it all. Oklahoma uh, is with the Free Boomer Sooner, oh, yeah. and then we've got the yeah. Seminoles, like you know Florida I mean, State. You like Oklahoma, uh, Bill Sims? I just, I just like uh, seeing Oklahoma back in the mix. You know, I mean, it harkens. You know, maybe I'm just an old man. I, I enjoyed the Barry Switzer years. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was an outlaw. <laughs> Good grief! What was that dude with a mohawk or a spike tear? The Boz. Boz. Yeah, Ryan Bosworth. Hell yeah! Those guys were uh, lawless. I mean, that was. They were having, like, gun wars in the dorms. Half the team was in, uh, I think, uh, that Mel Gibson movie um, uh, that he started out with, you know, Road Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. They sure were. Yeah, nobody's doubting anything. (laughs) No, sir. (laughs) No, sir. Number four are the Florida State Seminoles. Uh Uh, Jimbo Fisher, we got it going down there. No shocker there. Uh, you oh, know, that was Bobby right. Bowden's um, purview for years. Starting to sound like a, an 80s top five. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh-huh. Uh, LSU Tigers in at number five. Uh, Les Miles, you know, I uh, I shared a dorm uh, room with uh, Les Miles. You uh, sure did. Uh, 110 Rumsey. 110 Rumsey, that's right. Um... That isn't even six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I mean, that's right there. That's one degree. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Moeller's wife would show up occasionally. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, he doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, so we're sorry. So, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I kid. Just a rumor, Gary. really. Gary. Um, By the way, Gary, you're named after the city I was born in. Gary, Indiana. Anyway, side. Jackson 5. Right. Yeah, why not? What else? I mean, what else I mean, do you uh, Big dog. Yeah. Region rats. Um, number uh, six on this uh, AP Top 25 is our, our the good friends down in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Columbus. <laughs> they should name it Amerigo Vespucci, Ohio. Yeah, no doubt. Gosh. That oh. is a uh, God-forbidden town. Um, they're, they're stacked. I mean, they're, they're loaded for bear. They always are. Yeah, Coach no Meyer is not going to have this year. Good lord, the the players they're bringing in. I mean, it's like five star. It yeah. could be like the finest recruiting class of all time. Oh, the twenty seventeen class. Yeah, is yeah, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be hard to keep up with. It's going to be wonderful to uh, uh, to uh, dispatch Columbus dispatch. Oh, uh, yeah. that will be the headline after Michigan beats. 
that famed recruiting class, the Columbus Dispatch. I don't know. Nice. That, I don't know that Harbaugh can recruit like a sun gun, but that 2017 class of the Buckeyes, if it holds together, I mean, that's you got till February now. Yeah. Right. But thus far, it looks real, real good. Um, and then at number seven are the the Wolverines of me. Yeah, right, right there, huh? Right there. Knocking at the door. So year two of the Harbaugh campaign. Um, folks feeling real good about that, this squad. Well, I mean, not just not you and I. I mean, it's, that defense is stinky. I mean, defense wins championships. It, it, it always has. Defense wins championships. I don't care what level you're playing. And I think we, we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about the, our stinking defense. Ah, it's filthy. It is stinky. And when we say stinky, we don't mean it smells. It's it's malodorous. No. We mean it's foul. Right. As in arriving at the point of impact in a disturbed mood. Right. At all times. And we, we'll talk Don Brown. Dang. We'll, we'll divide. Don Brown. Here's a Don Brown. I'll drink to that. Bill Brasky. Uh, number eight on this list is uh, Stanford, the Cardinal. Lord. Um, okay, that's a Harbaugh-architected squad there. I mean, what else do you have to say? David Shaw's doing a nice job. I know Colin Kaepernick is going to uh, keep seated, but I'm going to stand as I salute America. You set him up and I'll knock him back, Lloyd. One by one. Nice. Thank you. Nice. America. Hand over your heart, too, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine are the Vols of Tennessee. I mean, is this cue the banjos? Tennessee? <laughs> I mean, right. It's, I mean, Ned Beatty is not yet rolling in his grave, but would be. He would be. He probably is. <laughs> he probably is. I don't know. Ned Beatty, is he alive? He uh, Maybe he isn't. Dead live or Canadian? <laughs> He's not Warren Beatty's brother, is he? Ned, no, not Ned. He's Bruce Beatty's brother? Ned's dead. Who's Ned? Well, let's look it up. Um, while we're looking it up, number 10 on the uh, AP Top 10 are the Fighting Irish. Oh, this does, this last, I mean, the last seven teams sounds like it could be the 1985-86 Top 10. It's a wonderful thing. It makes sense. It makes sense. The cream rises at the top. Ned Beatty, not dead. He's still around. He's That's right, he is. Old. 79. Oh. Dang. Tell you what, that was a good year for Jimmy Carter if you wanted to see him out of office. Bad year for airport. <laughs> What's that striker? Old Miss at 11. Um, let's, let's just bust right through this. Uh, the Spartans are good friends in East Lansing. Oh, really good friends. I have a lot of good friends who are Spartans. Yeah, as do I. Lots. Several. And they're all very good people. They are. They're misguided sometimes, but they are good folks. Um, we'll talk Spartans. Yep, yeah, we, we will. We, we, we hold them in high esteem. Yes, as we should. Uh, Texas Christian, the Horned Frogs at 13. <laughs> I don't know much about them. I know Gary Patterson's <laughs> a fine coach. Ah, Texas Christian. They, I, there were rumors they were going to rename that, that uh, is it a university? Yeah, sure yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Texas uh, Zeus. Texas Zeus University? Yeah, but it got voted down. TZU? Yeah. Zoo, as it were. 14 are the Huskies of Washington. 
a uh, historically fine program, and it looks like... Uh, uh, once again, I mean, it's just like I see uh, a highly touted quarterback throwing an interception to spoil their season. I, I, hear, I see Steve <laughs> Entman when I see Washington. Houston Cougars at 15, uh, Fia Slavajama. No kidding. I don't think about, really? Yeah. The Houston Cougars? The Cougs. I guess I should have looked at this list. Well, they've got that... Uh, I had PSJ tennis shoes back in 84. Did you? That was the team sneaker. Uh, Oh, yeah. They came out with their whole... uh, The Elijah ones. Oh, man. That was a hell of a team. Yeah. Good Lord. And they're playing football, they are. Drexler, Elijah one. I guess that's nice. Good for them. Yeah. They put on some pads. I bet they can jump out of the... You know. You think they're just like slamming on them? They'll probably catch field goals. Yeah. 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 Block, I bet they block, block every field goal. They won't even call it a block. They'll I'll call it a field goal catch because these I, guys will go up like between the uprights. <laughs> I wouldn't it. even attempt to a point after touchdown against them. I'd just go for two. Ooh, damn. There's no point. The dream, the glide. Right, Larry Michaud. The stride and the, um, and the limper. Now, the limper didn't get a lot of play with that team. <laughs> no. No, the limper was, he was underappreciated, I think. Very underappreciated by the ladies. Yes, Moving on to 16, are the Bruins of UCLA. I mean, what's not to like with the Bruins? Nothing. Uh, I could read John Wooden quotes and anecdotes and all the things that end in oats all day. Hull and oats. Um, <laughs> would you prefer a, um, I don't know, who's your favorite Bruin? Jackie Robinson is a Bruin. Damn. Bill Walton? Uh, Abdul Jabbar. Yeah, that's a that's one of those questions like uh, Harbaugh getting about Kaepernick at the start of the press conference and him just being like a deer in headlights. Like, well, right, I haven't thought this through. Was expecting it, um, right. so I'm just going to answer it and not think it through. I need to think through who's my favorite Bruin. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of them. There's a whole host. Uh, I'm I might just go with Mark Harmon. I mean, you can't go wrong. Troy Aikman. He's, a, he's bloodline of Tom Harmon. Going I mean, well, where... You I mean, have, how, if you don't go with Mark Harmon, you are you're not, not on my page. You're not a Wolverine. You're not reading the same book I am. No, I hear you. Asked and answered. 17 are the Hawkeyes of Iowa coming off a real solid year. A couple of tough losses to end their year last Again, year. Again, I like Iowa. That was a tough team. They always have been. I like Iowa. I remember Iowa beating Michigan in my freshman year. Good Lord. Was that true? No, no, no. Was it a tie? Did we lose? Uh, 85, oh. Iowa. There was a brutal. It was like two gosh. versus three. That was the Chuck Long year. Oh, good. Golly, Miss Molly. That was a big, big win for the Hawkeye. And yes, that was 1985. Um... That was a 12-10. 12-10. That's it. Ball game. Ugh. Up in, uh, up in their place. What did we finish there? 11-1? 10-1? 85? 10-1 and 1. Oh, that's right. We tie Nebraska in a bowl game or some, some silly thing? I think um, I was in Antioch, Illinois watching that. Uh, anyway. No, you, you, we, we beat uh, Nebraska 27-23. Mm. That's the, right. That uh, was a great bowl game. We tied Illinois three to three, oh. three to freaking three. That's like kissing your sister's sister. That's awful. Ugh. Anyway, I, 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 some I, sort of threesome with your sisters is awful. 
that is pretend time. Um, <laughs> Eighteen. Swartzen. We've got Georgia, the Bulldogs. You know that's Kirby Smart's first year. Ah, oh, I love it. He's got. I'm sure he's just got tons of talent. Nick Chubb's a good back. Finest, finest college football player. Maybe he and Bo Jackson with Herschel Walker. I mean, maybe ever don't glance my eyes. I mean. The I mean, Bulldogs. That's what turned me on to college football. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Oh yeah. What nineteen eighty? Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was. Uh, no, nah, it was USC before that. No, it Charles was, White. No, it was Notre Dame. Anyway, Theismann. Yeah, I'm talking on my ass right now. Yeah. That's not news. Um, Louisville at nineteen. Um, you know, not yeah. a big fan. I, I'm not, I don't like anything. Big Denny Crumb fan. Yeah, not not much over here. Not a big fan. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. How about that bad news? Yeah. Speaking of the Cardinal. It's that news. I don't know much about it, but that is bad news. He blew his knee out in a non-contact drill today. Speaking of the Colonel. Is that what you just said? <laughs> is that a reference towards Louisville being in Kentucky? <laughs> the Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> that is chicken humor. <laughs> The, and, uh, and, and let's round out the top 20 with the uh, USC um, Trojans, who are starting their year off with the Alabama, as I recall. Alabama. Yes. So for USC, sure. yeah. And they've lost a couple of fellas. Uh, is that true? USC uh, had some fellas uh, asked to Vamoose. Um, right here, some linebacker uh, Osa Messina is under investigation for separate alleged incidents in Utah and California. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that's. No, I don't. I, that's news to me. Well, we're not. And if anybody asks, I'm, I'm I not, don't know what you're talking about. Mike's not here. I'm not here. So that's your top twenty. Um, that's a lot of familiar names. Um, Houston would be. What do you say we go to the top 21? You want one more? Yeah. All right. The way I see it. We go all night. Oklahoma State's number 21. All right. Cowboys. I mean, everybody goes top 20. Who goes top 21? The Hellcast goes top 21. Hellcast. This one goes to 21. There you go. These go to 11. Oklahoma State Cowboys. When we need just one more team, just one more team in all this thing, it goes to 21. It sure does. And there you have it. That's your top 21. Yeah, that's a good... I love it. I mean, it harkens back to a day when I was younger and had a lot more hair on my head, not my back and ass. <laughs> Those were the days. We've got four Big Ten teams here in the top 21. Uh, Buckeyes, Wolverines, Spartans, and the... Uh, Hawkeye. What other Big Ten team cracks that top 21 by week eight? That's a hell of a question. Um, it's Penn sort of, State? It's sort of top-heavy, the league. Um, I don't, I'm not buying Penn State. No? I'm not. Are you Rutgers? <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Rutgers, they might not win a game in the league. Um... I don't know. Nebraska, Wisconsin, would be my next. Uh, I, I, I would. Indy's a that's team chaos. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to play them. I mean, I don't. With our squad, I don't mind playing them. But they, 
took the Wolverines to the wire last year. Well, hold up. Where's Northwestern? In um, Evanston. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I don't know what their outlook is. We can look into that. No, no, no. They, they are returning uh, a fair team. Now, I think they've got to replace some skilled players, but... they got a real good tailback. Uh, yeah, I would, that tailback. would be my guess. That would be my vote. If, uh, if I had uh, one vote over the Big Ten, what team would be in the, big, in the, in the mix? Northwestern. In the discussion, at least. Northwestern. They're, they're very successfully flying under the radar. Yes, they are, for sure. They're in stealth mode. They are, they are, they are small... But they're slow, which doesn't improve their chances, but uh, certainly improves Michigan's. Well, I tell you what, Pat Fitzgerald likes to th- think of uh, Northwestern as um, Chicago's Big Ten team. But as you'd pointed out the other day, the Nike store in Chicago was right. all decked out in Michigan gear. Right. Yeah, Michigan Avenue. And I don't, I can't imagine that. Well, they know Coach where the Fitzgerald money is. Yet. Well, they do. Nike isn't a successful business because they're. Uh, Got a lot of team pride in Chicago. You know, speaking of which, that uniform, that apparel reveal a few weeks ago was just insane. Yeah. And yeah, I would imagine the Nike exact so have some gear. In Oregon. You I have gear all the way. I don't have gear. I need to, yeah, I think I have to kind of see it, feel it, hold it, fondle it, yeah. and then purchase it. It's good I, gear. Yes. Yeah, well, it's real good gear. Jumpman's nice gear. And they got it around here, too. Is that right? Yeah. Your local your local stores I was just at. I will have to hit that yeah. before the uh, yeah, decent selection. home opener. Decent selection, no doubt. Uh, you thinking about our, the Wolverine schedule? We want to talk about the yeah. Uh, let's get into that. I mean, what, what the meat of it? And well, the, and the meat. The, we're talking the half of it is um, it's a pretty soft schedule to uh, to open up, which is nice. Break in our new quarterback. Speaking of quarterback. Um, you have a feeling or a thought or a care who takes snap well you know leading up uh, certainly I was uh, listening to and reading all of uh, uh, um, the same things you were um, and everything was pointing towards spate um, uh, and then watching Jim Harbaugh yesterday, it sounds like its decision is made. And well, he says it's made. The team knows. Yeah. And that sort of fits along the lines of what Spate was saying, as the team knows. Um, who the, you know, there really is no need to name anybody. The team just sort of knows. Right. Um, and that's sort of the same vibe I got from Harbaugh. And so by the transit of property of equality, I'm saying Spade is our guy, and I... You're going to stick with it? You're happy with it? You're comfortable with that? Very comfortable. Yeah, Spade's a big, big guy. Big guy. Does not have a giant arm. I'm, he's got a... It's strong enough. He's got a, he's got a touch like a first-time mama. Just gentle and caress. I mean, he'll lay that thing right in there for you. He's got a nice deep ball touch, you think? And or he can see everything. Ball. I think I think he's got vision. I think he's got his ability to make his reads and the progressions. Uh, and um, and he can. He just has to manage the offense. The defense is filthy, stinky. It's like uh, ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah, Greasy you know, was a game... Unproven. 
I don't think there's any... Uh, he was going to quit the game. I don't think there's any shame in uh, being a game manager. He quit the game. <laughs> He's pushing everything <laughs> off to the right. Yeah, I, I've got complete confidence in, um, in Big Will. Big guy, I'm sure he knows the offense inside out. He ran it all last year. Um, I think that's where O'Corn maybe had some catch-up to do. He was running scout last year. So he wouldn't run in our offense. So you figure that's, you know, five, six months of head start that Wilton's got. That may be the difference. Right. That Game experience, and that's one of the things Harbaugh said was, I think it was the first thing he said was game experience. He sort of like struggled to say it. It kind of came out kind of crippled. But I think essentially the first thing he said was game experience was important. And, well, if that's important and and all the other things being equal – uh, spades are bad, and uh, I've got no problem with that. What's the most? No you're a quarterback. What's the most important thing? Uh, what's the number one duty of the quarterback? Protect the ball. Protect the ball. Don't turn the ball over. Don't put it on the ground. Don't throw it to the other team. Oh. And if Spates doing that in practice against that defense, oh, right. That's a. That's got to be a crazy. I mean, that's putting on your. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you are getting thrown into the fire. That's against the test. That D. Don Brown is not like. No. He's not holding back. No, no, no. No. He's trying to cripple that offense no, no, on but, every... Uh, well, steel sharp and steel. Right. Uh, I, uh, I got to figure. Cream rises to the top, and Harbaugh's... Uh, he's and gonna, he's I got to hand it to O'Corn, though. He's got to know. Oh, yeah. And the way he handled that interview, um, the way Shane handled that interview, he had, to know, you know, he had to know, too. Shane was saying, I feel like I've done everything to earn the starting job. I think he thinks that. Yeah, right. He's... A little delusional. I think that beard is. Uh, I think Shane's a real good guy. I don't never met him. Clearly, no. I love him because he's a lefty. He's a southpaw. He's a he's, he's a, a southpaw slinger. He, he is a slinger. You gotta like a southpaw slinger. It does look nice coming out of uh, Stabler, Ricky Leach. I mean, is there anyone better than Ricky Leach throwing from the left side? Uh, never. Except when you can transpose his negatives and make him a right-handed quarterback. <laughs> yeah, we th- that that's true. <laughs> I've seen that. Um, yeah, yeah, Wilton Spate. Love Wilton Spate. I do, too. He's really grown on me. Oh, I, li- I just like his headiness and just talking. That tells me a lot about the guy. He seems... Uh, he seems like he did a lot of work to get to where he's there's at. There's no doubt he... Yeah, right. I, he was, as I understand it, he, he was an NC State legacy. The old man played for the Wolfpack, and uh, he went down there and talked to them, and they wouldn't offer him a scholarship. So he was a man without a home. But Al Borges, with his keen eye, <laughs> he's, he saw better. Yeah. Which just goes to show what uh, the freaking quarterback whisperer, Jim Harbaugh, if he can turn Wilton Spate into a starting quarterback in the Big Ten... You know, what else do you need to say about Jim Harbaugh and quarterbacks? Well, I think clearly Brandon Peters is the guy going forward. I think I think that some of these wrong. quarterbacks may be realizing that he just may put out multiple. Like USC was putting out like right. quarterback after quarterback after right. quarterback. Uh, like this guy, you, you might be the backup, but you'll still get drafted. You'll get drafted, yeah. Uh, because guy, it's so it's such yeah. a fine line between you playing and you, you know it's just the 
Michigan was in that position. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Remember those days? Yeah. Running backs and quarterbacks. and we were just dunking. Who was Tom Brady? Right. Who was this guy? Brady Henney. And <laughs> Who the hell was Tom Brady? Good grief. He was pretty good, but, man, he's beating out Henson? Right. That's a quarterback competition there. Henson, I was, Henson was on the radio the other day on uh, uh, Raseel, Russell and... Uh, uh, Oh, the ESPN Yeah, show. Russell or whatever the hell his name is. You'd think I'd know this. I would be in a position to talk sports and have my own podcast and be able well, to name this Russillo and whatever show it is. Uh, Canel? Canel. Yeah, Canel? He's, he's been having subs in a lot, so I don't know if that Canel is still involved. But Russillo? Anyway, uh, Drew Henson evidently made it clear that he likes to listen to the show, and so they had him on as a guest. And Very, uh, you know, very... PC. Henson? Wouldn't go rah-rah for Michigan at all. You know? He's not going to stick his neck out. He's He's been watching a lot of rough years. Oh, I've got a yeah, stat. Yeah, who cares? Here's a stat for you. I mean, I, I didn't play, and I'm rah-rah for Michigan. When's the last time Michigan won in Columbus? Drew Henson, 2000. That's freaking embarrassing. That was before 9-11. Yeah. That's an entire a, era ago. That's insane. That ain't right. No. no. Well, we get a shot at writing that ship in uh, November. It says right here, we go on the road November 26th down to Columbus. We can write the, that wrong or at least get it straightened out. Yeah. Let's well, hope so. Let's not straighten anything out, really. It's just one. Be a good Thanksgiving. Tick. Yeah, no doubt. And why not? Why not? Why not win? We got a uh, squad. Yeah, we got a squad. All right. Very excited. So what's else on that schedule coming up here? We got to worry about Hawaii? Yeah, we got Hawaii. Uh, noon kickoff on September 3rd. That's this week. Well, I take it back. It's a 12.01 on the ESPN. Um, that's, a, that's a game one. A lot of game one uh, for the freshmen. You know what? In the next segment that we're going to have, we're going to bring in uh, a few guests and uh, bring in a different perspective uh, amongst us and talk about the upcoming game, what it means to go to your first Michigan home game as a freshman. We all remember it. Quite the experience, huh? Yes, we do. So after the break, we'll be back to discuss it. Put men and women together. See which one is smarter. Some say men, but I say no. Women got the men like a puppet show. It ain't me. People that say men are leading the women astray. But I say the women today smarter than the men That's right. The women are smarter. Right. The women are smarter. That's right. The women are smarter. This episode brought to you by Cream Abdul Jabbar. When your skin is chapped, don't get trapped. Look for the backdoor pass. Cream Abdul Jabbar. Now with Aloe. Welcome back to the Hailcast. When you hear that music, you know it's time that we're welcoming the Gossip Girls from the MGO Grapevine, and we'd like to introduce them to you all. Starting on my right, 
and your viewers out there or listeners uh, don't know what I'm talking about, so please explain. Your name's Karen, isn't it? <laughs> it is Karen. Karen, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you in the why, what in the world you're doing down here. Well, I am a 1991 LSNA grad from the University of Michigan, and I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and. <laughs> Um, I'm just here to, you know, dish a little bit on my experience back in the day. Damn. That sounds good. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. But I, I'm, I'm eager to hear more. Oh, there's and more. To your left, uh, your name is uh, Monica. Is that right? That's correct. And why in the world are you down here making a podcast with a couple of freaks like Matt and I? In a basement. In a basement, no less, yes. I'm not exactly sure, <laughs> but be that as it may, I'm also a 1991 graduate of U of M School of LSNA. And uh, your degrees were in Japanese and economics. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> and right. today I work in HR. Next time, next time we'll have meatballs in, in celebration <laughs> of that. And uh, macro or micro. <laughs> Micro. Micro meatballs. Uh, I was political science and communication. Nice. All right. Well, we're going to get into talking about uh, our... Uh, we, we've already spoken about the upcoming season, but we're, what we're looking at uh, right now is the upcoming games uh, against uh, Hawaii. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in uh, just a few minutes. But, Karen, when we were talking about it earlier, you said, you know, what about the freshman perspective? What is it about the freshman perspective that uh, that you're talking about? Well, just the first game of the season always makes me think about my very first uh, Michigan game as a student at University of Michigan. Um, <laughs> I had gone to a couple of games. What before. game was that? Um, I think it was the Notre Dame game. What year? 1987. Yeah, it was just Notre a few Dame. years ago, and um, I lived in South Quad. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I room blind in a triple. In South Quad with... Uh, this is not a porn movie. This is uh, your room assignment. It was. This is not some sort of uh, <laughs> snuff film. This ain't no snuff film, Mike. I no. promise you there was no... There was nothing like that no going snuffing. on. There was, there was no snuffing and no porning. Um, well, actually, I could tell you some stories about my roommate's boyfriend, but... Um, uh, and we, we hope to hear those stories. Yeah. So it was my... Um, probably my first weekend in the dorms and um my roommate who actually now today is still a friend we room blind had never met each other before the first day of school and we're getting ready to go to the game and we're walking down the stairs i think we were on is it possible to be on hall hall <laughs> doesn't sound right but <laughs> hall hall no no it's hall squared <laughs> it was third floor i swear to god it was hall anyway um, we're walking down the stairs and we're That's all creative. excited. We're head to toe in our Michigan gear and we're getting ready to go to the game and we're so nervous because we don't know where the stadium is. <laughs> and we're thinking <laughs> we're gonna have to ask some people. Um, we know kind of the general direction where the stadium is, but um, so we're walking down the stairs and we're like, okay, it's it's gonna be kind of awkward, but I'm sure we can figure this out. And we <laughs> we walk down. And we get down on State Street, and there's this huge sea of humanity, thousands of people all walking in one direction to the stadium, and we're like, yeah, I think we can 
probably figure it out. And the point of this is, I mean, you're coming into, I, uh, I can remember having, uh, being sort of terrified uh, at the whole experience. It was just so bizarre and so new. Well, I was the, drunk, so it wasn't as terrifying. Matt, we have an enormous, uh, just a crazy freshman class coming in. Oh, we sure do. Oh, yeah. No I doubt mean, about it. There could be 10 guys, 13 guys in playing time. I think he's up to upwards of 15 kids now. Freak athletes. No doubt about it. it is well, and, uh, and so, you know, their experience is uh, a little bit different than the normal uh, student's experience who's just going to the game for the first time. My first game was... Well, uh, they probably know where the stadium is. Monica, your first game? Would have been the same game as Karen's. So you did make it. You skipped out on the Irish game? No, I did not skip out on the Irish game. In fact, it was, for me, I grew up as a Notre Dame fan because of my family and sort of broke some hearts going to U of M. And so I was really jazzed up about this game and really, really wanted to kick the Irish, some Irish butt. But you know from what, what I recall, that did not happen. No, it didn't. Matt, what was the score of that game? Michigan was upset by the Irish of Notre Dame. That was 26-7? Yeah, 26-7, upset victory. Terry Andrzejczyk. Terry Andrzejczyk, by the way, who went to uh, uh, Brother Rice quarterback camp uh, with yours truly in 1983. So you were part and parcel to that victory. Ah, uh, Davey Raymond was there, who was another Sparty quarterback, and then Andrzejczyk. Andrzejczyk was ble- breaking kids' blood vessels in their hands. He was throwing the ball so hard. Yeah, it was well, such a tight, hard spiral. Literally, kids who were catching it, were their hands were black and blue. With, but, uh, he, he tossed an 11-yard touchdown to, to uh, Tim Brown in that ball game. Little known fact. That His was, middle name's Cloth. That was the that's first time uh, Bo Schembechler had ever lost a home opener. Well, that's that. great, Karen. So your first year. <laughs> that's a good thing you were drunk. He was 17-0-1 prior to that game. I'll be honest, back then I don't remember carrying one. Uh, Harbaugh. Well, you didn't know where the football field was. <laughs> right. Harbaugh was my uh, well, my first game was uh, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan, and Harbaugh was the quarterback. His last season opener. 85? Home season opener. Wouldn't it? Wasn't it the year before? Wasn't it 86? Was it Harbaugh's last year, 86? Right. No, I, I was I started in eighty five. Oh. Right on. My first Michigan game, Harbaugh was yep. quarterback. It was Ohio State versus Michigan in nineteen eighty five, and I do believe that we pulled off a win that year. Oh he He guaranteed it. Well, that was the next year, wasn't it? Or was that yet year? Anyway, uh yeah, Harbaugh it was twelve ten victory over the Irish uh, for the my first open I was terrified. Locking that place, I didn't know where I was. I didn't. I've never. That was my first game ever at Michigan Stadium, and uh, terrifying. Uh, well, also that's when the crowd, and this went on for many years after 1987. But when they did the thing where people would get passed up, uh, and then they would pr- yeah. pretend that they were going to swing them over the top and out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think now, if you even attempt anything like that, you get thrown out. Right? You can't. I'm sure. But do you guys remember that? Yeah. When they, oh, yeah. they would oh, yeah. always girls, and they, they would yeah. swing. I, remember I have to imagine like, you were part of that. That's oh, my gosh. If or Jimmy? I've seen it, yeah. yeah, well, yeah I've seen the it. other big oh, thing yeah. was the marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. But the marshmallows were stale, and if they actually right. hit you in the face, yeah. they would leave a bloody trail. That was yeah. a veteran move, though, to get stale marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> veteran, back then, yeah. you could bring Boda bags in. Oh, yeah. Everybody had a Boda bag. Yeah. Frankly, you could just... 
put whatever under right. your, you know. Right, yeah. There I was no checking. Intricate system of trusses and, and balloons that kept virtually enough liquor. Yeah. Unlike about 10 years later, Matt, when if you tried to bring something in in your cargo pants, it didn't go so well? Uh, that was uh, the Penn State Manningham yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. No, that, nothing happened there at the end. I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, you didn't miss anything. Uh, well, as it turns out, Matt got back into the game. I did. We didn't. We left. You guys. Yeah, we're the ones who bolted. I was pregnant. Uh, Captain Achilles uh, limped out of that stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were so. Yeah. All right. So we've got this. Uh, the, the freshmen coming into this, uh, who, who have never been to these games before, have no idea what they're walking into. To see 110,000 screaming fans. Well, maybe not at Hawaii. Maybe it'll be 107,000. But it'll be bonkers. It'll be a lot. Once you walk through that tunnel. And see this game, and it's supposed to be just a gorgeous day. 80, low humidity, bright sunshine. Uh, where will you be for the game? That's a good question. Uh, I haven't decided yet. I have season tickets. Haven't sold them. Was thinking about skipping the game, but it's possible we'll be there. That's sort of one of those on-the-spot questions that maybe I should have forwarded to you. <laughs> we like You'll those. be... Uh, I'll be watching it in Traverse City. Traverse Michigan. City. Traverse City, Michigan. Matt as well. We're going to move on to, we've got a big game coming up this week. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're planning the uh, menu up in uh, Traverse City for the uh, the, Warriors. the Sunken Ships of Hawaii. What is the... Uh, <laughs> they are no longer the Sunken Ships. What, what is their name now? Well, they were the Rainbow Warriors. You know why they gave them that name? Sunken ships, or the well, uh, they had some sort of crucial monster victory over some team, and uh, a rainbow appeared in the sky, and they gave them the name Rainbow Warriors, which was only changed fairly recently from Rainbow Warriors to just plain old Warriors. You got to do what you got to do when you're in Hawaii, huh? I mean, you you got the mountains, you got you're surrounded by water. I mean, you're living on an island. Uh, you know, there's. It is a group of islands. It is seven, eight, maybe more islands. Nobody should be, you know, checking the math. Is that an archipelago? You can call it that. It's Arc de Triumph. I don't know if it is Michelangelo. It's the combination. Say, uh, I'm reading here that there's going to be two U.S. Air Force uh, aircrafts in the flyover for this ball game, this Hawaii ball game. Are they meatballs? Are they U.S. aircraft or I mean, Japanese aircraft? They're, it's going to be. What's a, a meatball? Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Uh, it's the big red symbol on the on the uh, wing of a, a sneak attack airplane coming into bomb uh, Hawaii. Seriously? Oh yeah. Oh. It's the rising sun. Black well, neither, oh, neither one of the us. rising sun. Uh, neither one of us said we were history majors, so. Oh yeah, it's zeros. That's right, zeros, meatballs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, why, well, that's why I say I need to get a big steaming vat of meatballs next time you come over to celebrate your uh, your degree. Oh. <laughs> Ask Karen yeah. to say something in Japanese. Yeah? Ichi. That's ichi? one. Yeah. I can count to ten. I can say that. Money well spent by my parents. You know what takes care of Ichi for me? A little talc. <laughs> a little Monkey butt. <laughs> <laughs> a little taco ass. Yeah, taco pot. Uh, so, uh... Taco Charlton's gonna be a menace, by the way. Yeah. Speaking of food that comes from a different land than ours, which is all food, he will be. Uh, and, uh, Vinny Spaghetti's gonna be crazy good. And, uh... Vinny Spaghetti coming off the His cousin Paul Pasta is right up the middle. Yeah. 
And uh, Burgermeister out uh, at Free Safety is going to be. Uh, and then, yeah. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talent on this team. A lot of food names. There's no there. doubt. There's no doubt. Um, so those two planes that we were talking about in the flyover are going to be um, a T thirty eight Talon. That's a trainer. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they couldn't get anything better than a trainer plane. Well, that's that's one of them, and the other uh, <laughs> plane is an F sixteen Falcon. Is yeah. a retired uh, seven twenty seven DC nine. Flown by Rosie the Riveter uh, in her first flight. Yeah. You are an island. You are not. In the, you are in the middle of the ocean. We can't get a lot of planes out there, so we take the trainer. I mean, that's quite a trip for those kids from. Well, Hawaii. they played in Australia last week. In their opener last week. Oh, they had to then goodness. fly halfway across the world. Well, I guess not when you're in Hawaii. It's more like, you know, Still, a halfway across or a quarter, a quarter of the way. Maybe. Yeah. It's a few maybe hours it's Japanese. But I'm sure, it's, be like 12 hours I'm sure financially it's well worth their while. Yeah. Too. Well, what's interesting is we played in Hawaii. Harbaugh played in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. His, oh, he uh, well, he went, yeah. As a what? In a, in a what? In, uh, in a he, movie? No. The when he was on. Uh, right here. Oh, Oh, a, a bowl game? They played in Hawaii. Hula Bowl? No, regular season game. Uh, huh. What a boondoggle. Sneak attack bowl? <laughs> <laughs> right here. December 6th of uh, 1986. Ooh, Michigan December 6th. was on the road against Hawaii. That was after, really? Yeah. That was after. the day before the 45th anniversary of the uh, sneak attack on uh, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Did fly over that day? No, yeah. yeah. That was the game prior to the Rose Bowl with uh, Arizona State. Dang. Oh. So it was after Ohio That's State. That's the one you went to, right? Yeah, after Ohio State, they took two weeks off and then went up to Hawaii and won 27 to 10. And partied? That's me scratching, by the way. That's not my dog. Presumably partied, yeah. Luau? Luau? Luau Cinder? <laughs> uh, There's I'll that UCLA Bruin that we were talking about. He... You ever see Abdul Jabbar in a grass skirt? Are you talking about Cream Abdul Jabbar? Lou Alcinder? I mean, there's nothing finer for uh, um, for chap skin around the rim is uh, a Cream Abdul Jabbar. Right. So I'm told. So what are you guys uh, planning for your menu this weekend? <laughs> well, you're the chef. You should be planning everybody's menu. Well, I'm not. What do you got on tap? Well, what we're planning is uh, a little uh, smoked uh, uh, pork shoulder, a little smoked brisket, uh, a little Hawaiian uh, luau rice. Yeah, we're going to do a little Hawaiian luau rice in um, respect for our opponent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love a theme. I'd love to beat a theme to death. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Well, too. we're going to be on a beach. Just throw in some pineapple for good measure. Um, yeah. Be at a beach. It's Hawaii. We're gonna bury. We're gonna a little, maybe a little, uh, little uh, tuna pokey. Right. Bury some bacon in the sand, maybe. Bury some in the sand. Right. I mean, we'll bury um, our hearts of wounded knee, or, or or something. We'll be burying something. I think that's the theme, really, of this. We're gonna, they're gonna bury Hawaii. Bury the hatchet. The hatchet, right? To, to carry on with the the slaughter of the Native American theme. Uh, Just don't bury the Doyle. <laughs> Don't bury the Doyle. The Gossip Girls, Emgo Grapevine is going to be a regular segment here on the uh, Hailcast. 
We want to thank Karen and Monica for showing up here. We may even have an addition to our grapevine in the future. But we want to thank you a lot for coming around to help us. I know you guys uh, don't have to go far, uh, but it, you, uh, you have gone far for us. So uh, any final thoughts? We're looking forward to actually gossiping in the future. Yeah. Um, we'd like to uh, maybe dig into the, say, criminal histories of our opponents. Um, well, and, other gossip- nice. <laughs> and other gossip-worthy. Ah. We'll have plenty of fodder before the Michigan State game. Yeah. Oh, yes. There's a lot of, uh, boy, there's a lot of uh, ripe targets out there for sure. What do you think, Matt? Well, in East Lansing, there is a history there is. Yeah. As there Columbia. is in Columbus. You mean Amerigo Vespucci? Amerigo Vespucci. Uh, well, thanks again, and uh, we'll be talking to you next week. Okay, more gossip. Right, great. More gossip next time. The people they say that the men are leading the women astray, but I say that the women of today smarter than the man in every way. That's right, the woman is smarter. That's right, the woman is smarter. That's right, the woman is smarter. That's right. And now back to the Hailcast, and we're live. All right. We're going to talk about the uh, 2016 Michigan Wolverine squad a little bit and kind of walk down through the position groups and uh, chit-chat, have some thoughts, if we have thoughts, about these positions. A very strong roster here. Yeah, I I, I have uh, thoughts on a lot of them. Probably not all of them, but uh, yeah. It's largely going to be... uh, We're going to start on the offensive side of the ball, which is... uh, That's Jim Harbaugh's... Ballywick. Ballywick. He is all about the quarterback. So we're going to start right at the quarterback. It looks, Mike, like it, yeah. uh, it's going to be Wilton Spate behind uh, center taking the first snap. You know, if I had to put some money on somebody at this point, it would be Spate. Which is outstanding. And I think yeah, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, the Spate and O'Corn... Um, Battle. It sounds like a heck of a battle. You're going back to Gerback and Navarre, these guys who you're like, you know, these guys, look at, they can't move. But yet, like, Navarre, like, shatters all passing records at Michigan, yeah. you know. Uh, a uh, Big Ten championship. Yeah, right. It was, yeah, it was, we, we remember the days we used to complain about three yards and a cloud of dust and, yeah. and conservative football and, uh, Meanwhile, we're winning Big Ten championship after Big Ten championship. Defense uh, is, uh, defense will do that for you. Uh, right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There's the key again. Ball control. Hold on to the ball. Move the sticks, you know, and uh, don't turn the ball over. But the beauty of this position is is you get uh, Wilton Spate knocked down for uh, a series. Yeah. I mean... You have complete confidence. It's not like, okay, what's going on? I mean, I have complete, in fact, you have sort of an eager confidence. Yeah. I'd like to see what O'Corn can do now. Right. If, uh, if in fact, that's the way it works out. Which is in stark contrast to Russell Bellamy <laughs> having to step in for Denard Robinson out in uh, yeah. 
Nebraska. Sharon and Ooh, that didn't look good. Oh, he looked so, yeah. ill prepared. And I get the feeling that uh, yeah, the backup's going to be very much prepared. And then I think the sneaky uh, news out is, oh, but Brandon Peters looks yeah. like he's the most talented of them all. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're, we're blessed. We're blessed him. at that yeah. position at this point. I think. And, For and everybody's years. saying, oh no, it's the biggest question mark. It's biggest. Like uh, it may be one of the turn out to be one of the most solid positions that's on the team. There is some information about uh, what Harbaugh has done with his quarterbacks, and I'm sure we can find it. Um, Harbaugh quarterbacks by year. We're you know I'm referencing the MGO blog, Hail to the Victors um, magazine here. And those folks put together a nice little graphic. Yeah, Harbaugh's done just just fine with quarterbacks, starting with Josh Johnson, heading off to Stanford with uh, Tavita Pritchard and a fellow by uh, the name of Andrew Luck. The pros, he had uh, Alex Smith, uh, Colin Kaepernick, um, and turned, their career, turned Alex Smith's career right around. He signed a pretty small contract with uh, Kansas City, as, uh, as I recall. And, you know, look no further than last year with Jake Rudolph. I mean, yeah. I, my biggest takeaway from what you just said is that we just breezed by Colin, the name Colin Kaepernick without going into in-depth of anything else. <laughs> Are you sitting for that segment? <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So we're good with quarterbacks. I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're very, very good with quarterbacks. I, I think our quarterback... Anybody, whoever anybody is. who's stressing about this position is... Is not looking at the at the at the season progression of getting your feet under you yeah. and uh, settling down and, and learning how to manage the offense in uh, and um, and and feeding off of the defense yeah. and that's a true that's a true statement yeah. and um, and when you can feed off that defense to give you confidence early in the season uh, it can build and it can build quickly. I mean, you can look at uh, these quarterbacks coming in as unproven right now and think, okay, well, by game seven, by game six, we're going to be looking at these guys as possibly in the conversation for first team All Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't Why be not? surprised. They've been, uh, you know, let's face it, spring ball, fall ball. They've been looking at some just insane defenses. Yeah. So they're they're being tested, no doubt about insane. it. Insane. Very good Filthy, defenses. Filthy, stinky, Maybe crazy aggressive. A couple defenses in the nation um, that are on on its level. It's it's equal. Yeah. Well, when Har- like Harbaugh says, when you know, if we play good, we're gonna be a tough team to beat. Yeah, they're gonna be a tough out. No doubt. Um, let's talk about the running back a little bit. Uh, what do you got, Davion Smith, the Hammer? I think you just move into another another position where I mean, which is a plethora, yeah, of talent. Devian, I mean, just hard nose. You know, he's going to be there all the time for you. Determined. He's your he's your grinder. He's a bruiser. He's a thumper. But man, he likes to get that extra yard, that yard after contact, yak. I'm not. Uh, I'm not upset about having Ty Isaac there sitting. Jittery, waiting to go in and uh, get his turn, yeah. and of course Chris Evans sounds like he's he's a hype man of the camp, no doubt. Scat man for others, no doubt. He is shifty. I've heard uh, Reggie Bush <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah, Reggie Bush. Yeah, he must. Which have. I mean, uh, I would have. Uh, that seems odd. I, I 
Well, here's hoping that Chris Evans doesn't have to return the Heisman when uh, when he wins it eventually. Um, <laughs> if you're talking <laughs> Reggie Bush, huh? He wins right. no Heisman, but um, he sounds like a real electric fella. He's uh, not re- not related to Bob Evans. I looked it up. It's uh, at least it not it's not listed on Wikipedia as there being any relation. Drake Johnson in the mix coming I mean, off a couple of. I almost feel bad for the guy. Yeah, it's like uh, it seems like now he's sitting at number four back. Yeah, well, he's on his what fourth life, two bum knees and a forklift. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a country western tune. <laughs> I think no. two bum knees and a forklift. It basically left me ten days ago because I got two bone knees and a fork. You know it. I, I mean, heard you, it. I mean, Drake's lived it. Yeah, he no doubt. It. No uh, doubt. kill the lesser man. No doubt. And he's still number four running back. Good yeah. for him. Driving yeah. a driving a pickup. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. I he's guess. a fighter, no doubt. Kareem Walker, Karan Higdon, Kingston Davis, a big fella out of Alabama. Um, it's just a stable, right? Yeah. I mean, the way it used to be. Yeah, the way it used to be. A stable of running backs eager to take your job. Oh yeah, you want to put the ball on the ground. Uh, you're not playing anytime soon. Mike Hart never put the ball on the ground. Remember, uh, what was that guy's name? Ricky Powers. Yeah. Who came first, Ricky Powers or Tony Bowles? Tony Bowles. Remember how quickly we forgot about Tony Bowles when Ricky Powers replaced him? Yeah. T- Ricky, t- Tony t- Bowles was uh, phenomenal. He was, well until his knee got blown up. Right, but I mean, then he got, but he just got replaced. No doubt. He, he was just like, oh, next guy up, and who's phenomenal? Ty Wheatley had to come off the bench. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it was just like, oh, oh, next steps up and marches up the next guy. Boom, Jesse boom, Johnson, boom, boom. let John me carry Bond. this ball. Yeah, I mean, that was a who was a who was who. Uh, Timmy, uh... Batuka. Mm-hmm. Who could forget Timmy, Timmy Biakabatuka? Oh, it's nice to have a stable of running backs again. It looks like we've got a stable of running backs. Yeah. Competition. Competition. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. And we know that Jim Harbaugh loves his fullback. Um, <laughs> a couple of tough ones to replace, um, but... It looks like uh, Khalid Hill and Henry Paji are going to be uh, sharing time at the fullback. Not a lot of time carrying the ball, but they've both got... Uh, they know Khalid Hill can catch the ball. Poses some problems for some linebackers. I'll tell you that. And the traitor. I ain't talking uh, Benjamin, you know, Benno, Ar- Arnold Benedict type traders. I'm talking about uh, stock market trader. Coming off a cancer diagnosis... That's right. The fella out of uh, Harvard. All right. Yeah. His folks were... Uh, Busted in. Michigan. Who knows? I think... Women. Seems like Harbaugh's, uh, you know, got a hard-on for him to uh, yeah. succeed a little bit. I want to say his name is Hirsch. Right. Michael. Is that right? Michael Hirsch. Yeah. Hell of a story. Yeah. A fighter. Yeah. Great story. Coming if off nothing cancer? else on the team, to have the guy's story on the team is uh, like, well, you got it bad? Yeah, you didn't have cancer. No, you ain't got it bad. Right. No, look at this guy. Jeepers. Uh, yeah. Count your lucky stars and well, keep marching, keep working. He's going to be easy. Uh, you never know when it all comes to an end. Right. 
Lickety split. Bring me down, Mike. All right, let's go. We to are the, the music makers. We are the dreamers, dreamers of, of dreams. dreams. We're moving on to wide receiver, and we are freaking loaded. Oh, at again? The receiver. Holy cow. I mean, maybe the, well, show me a better tandem in the Big Ten than Jehu Chesson and Amara Darbo. You're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Nope. Nope. Put a gun to man. I won't do it. <laughs> Not gonna put no guns up. Uh, Mo Way sounds like he's had a hell of a spring. I remember coming out of spring. Uh, Jed Fish had some some great words, like he wasn't dropping balls, and um, I think that was his uh, Achilles' heel. He's dropping balls, and he's if, if he's figured that out, big strong fella. Well, I'll tell you what. If he starts dropping balls, he's gonna have to start dropping rhymes because with Mo Ways as his name, it's. Uh perfect for the the music business so uh yeah he'd be a producer no doubt right. yeah that's that's given uh drake harris out of right here he's a, fa- he's a favorite he's, he's a, a favorite he's you a favorite you gotta admit it you know, you know he's spindly he can't uh he, he had seems that, a little yeah. frail uh he needs to stay healthy the, at least that's been the uh the lowdown on him uh can't stay healthy he's got the bum man hands. uh he was a heck of a receiver just down the road from us here, uh, a couple of blocks. Derek's Christian. Uh, uh, Had a monster junior year, I think, set. Uh, remember uh, the I playoff game against East? He's got, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude's phenomenal, but uh, we got to get him on the field and uh, get him some confidence. No doubt. And, uh, and there's been some positive words from uh, the freshman, Kakoa Crawford. Um, out of California, um, sounds like he is as advertised, which is not surprised. Uh, this freshman class, to a man, sounds like all of them are just ready to roll. Outstanding yeah. class. Gotta love that competition. Yeah. Key word, huh? We've heard that over and over, haven't we? We have. We're moving on to the slot uh-huh. receiver um, with uh, our sophomore. Grant Perry, out of, was he out of Birmingham? Well, right? he's probably got that one locked up. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I have to say that I was the only one that seemed like that was open for debate. But the way things have been discussed, it seems like maybe not locked up is the word. But I mean, if if you, two out of three plays, he's probably the guy running it. Grant Perry can run her out. He yeah. can get himself open. No doubt. Yeah, he, he had, had a real nice finish uh, the season nicely. Citrus Bowl. Yeah, no doubt. Nate Johnson's gonna. I would imagine find time as well as Eddie McDoom, a couple more freshmen. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Uh, Kalik Hudson could show up at the slot receiver. Uh, I think we'll see um, Jabril Peppers in that position. Yeah, I think we're we'll see, see Chris some Evans in uh, Jordan the slot. Lewis. I think we'll see some Jehu Chesson move down to the slot from time to time. Uh, yeah. Lamar uh, on the outside and flex out uh, Jake Butsey. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, that position's going to be taking oh. so many balls, they're going to change it from slot to slut. That's what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's my prediction. Well, there's we've got a uh, a whole host of options. Uh, certainly, catching the ball, but we're not even we're not even done yet. I mean, we're talking about the tight end position now. Ugh. we're talking about an all American. I mean, and that's the this is the weak side of the the uh, the playing field. This well, is the offense. It's unproven. Yes. And look at every position we're going through. Now we have not gone through one large one, but anyway, tight end now. Jake Butt. 
Yeah. All-American. Best in the nation. This is going to be a movie. It's going to be, you know, Jake Butt, All-American. Right. Yeah. Right. Who would play Jake Butt in Jake Butt, All-American? Kurt Douglas? Uh, Frank Posterior. Right. He's an up-and-coming uh, actor. Yeah, a little known B, B actor. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, uh, yeah. T, actually, yeah. Well, he's an A-lister. Uh, <laughs> with that butt, he's an A-lister. In Bollywood, yeah. <laughs> um, Ian Bunting, Zach Gentry, um, I mean, a couple of big targets there. Of course, those are the uh, flex-out fellas that, you know, you're going to... They're not going to block. Well, where's Wheatley? Well, he's a blocker. Wheatley Jr. He's in there. Are we getting dumbed down? There ain't no Wheatley Jr. talk because he's just a behemoth. He's a giant. It can move. Yeah. He's got wheels. Well, the old man had wheels. Uh, Gentry. Zach Gentry has got sneaky speed. Uh, six seven. Quarterback out of Albuquerque, as I recall. Feel for the ball, automatic. Yeah. I mean, that's a matchup nightmare. Yeah, so no good luck to anybody who's trying to cover the, the tight ends right. coming out of this offense and yeah. trying to follow who's going out for what. Wheatley and Asiasi have the beef and can lay lumber. Uh, you know, I don't, we have not seen Asiasi, nor have we seen Wheatley, but from what we're told, and we're not told specifically, we're reading... Well, they are learning. Hearing. They are learning. Yeah. Wheatley could end up being a D-lineman, who knows, at the end of this whole thing. Well, I, I think he's going to be a tight end. Well. He could be. He's a giant. I think he's going to be a tight end too, but you know, just he could the be. way things change, uh, the plethora, yeah, knee deep lineman. We're knee deep in uh, tight ends, no doubt. Um, we got to talk about the big fellows up front. Uh, let me, the men who make it go. The um, as I tell my son, the men who make it go. You don't have the beef up front, uh, nothing. I don't care how fast you are or how shifty you are. You've got to have the blockers, right? Traditionally, yes. That's where the game's won and lost, right there in the trenches. you got to be able to move that. It comes and it goes. It's it blah, 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 but it always comes back to center. You always come back to center. I well, mean, you've got to have the blockers. We've it's, had good centers over the years. We have. Steve Everett was a fine center. He was a madman. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think he still is. <laughs> but, I mean, you look at this, it should be a wrecking crew. I mean, good Lord. You, you The way, the, the age of these guys, they should just be mauling uh, and, uh, once again, coming, you know, meeting their opponent and impact in a foul mood every time, all the time. Uh... I'm looking forward to uh, semi-sized holes. I'm, uh, you know, I don't need shiftiness. I need somebody to run through a hole as big as a swimming pool, and then give them the waggle. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that waggle in for you. We would love to see holes Ugh. as big as a swimming pool. Um, I, you know, we'll see. It's year two of Tim Drevno, and Tim Drevno's had some. Outstanding offensive lines over the years. Um, certainly, the Stanford lines were grinders. I mean, they were relentless, punishing offensive lines. He had, I think, he coached five all all pros at with the Niners. Is that or four? Maybe some crazy number. Yeah, right. He knows what he's doing. I guess is the point. Yeah. 
He knows what he's doing. This is not his can first you, can, these, can this offense get me? Wait, we'll see. We got, uh, before we move on to uh, broader talk of the offense, this this line, can they, you've got uh, Cole, who's moved to center. You've got uh, a veteran, Kalis. You've got a veteran uh, at uh, right tackle. You've got a... Um, um, Magnuson at right tackle. Fairly a, a veteran at uh, left guard, and, a, and you're looking at left tackle as the as the as the hot spot being juggled right now. And we've got well, who we've got. We got Grant Newsom, the uh, sophomore, and we've got Ben uh, Bradison, yeah. uh, the first battle. We don't know who's gonna, but we know that, that there's some depth there at least now. A yeah. little bit, you know. Where, uh, I don't suspect it's going to be a weakness. I think a lot of people feel it's going to be a weakness, and um, I don't have anything solid to to really base this on outside of a good feeling about year two under Tim Drevno. Now we've we've got fellows that we haven't heard from in a while: the the Patrick Kugler, the uh, David Dawson. Um, we've got these guys that we were hoping that could provide depth. We don't know that they can't. We just haven't heard a lot about it. Right, yeah, right. I suspect that Coach Drevno has got a two deep feeling real good about it. Well, I would hope so. I would hope so. All right. So what are we thinking about the offense? We're thinking about a a potent machine, a game-managing machine. Um, Let's let's start out working on pounding the ball up the, you know, off-tackle. If you were uh, offensive, play action. if you were offensive coordinator in this, uh, with these fellows, would you be run heavy or? Well, I mean, to start the season, I would be. Yeah, establish yeah. the run. Yeah, establish the run, establish the line of scrimmage. I guess there's two uh, philosophies, right? There's the uh, run to set up the pass, or the pass to set up the run. Yeah, I'm. I'm with the uh, uh, former, the run to set up. Establish the, pass. the establish the run, and then work the play action yeah. and the passing game. Yeah. Suck everybody in to stop you from yeah. jamming it down. If I can get you, if I can get three to four yards of run on yeah. you, I don't need to pass. Bring that safety so, down. Yeah, stop me because I am patient, and you can bleed the clock. Right, I will march it down and score because and you're there's not nothing you can do. Me. Yeah. Unless you bring somebody up, and then in that case, we'll go right over the top. Blink. I've got six, seven, six, 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 five tight ends all day long, yeah. rested, ready to go. You've got weapons. Weapons. Yeah. So, uh, uh, my pound con- it. My concern with the pounding, and I'm all for the pounding, and I love the pounding. Um, is Devion Smith has a. Mindset of slamming his body into anything, and uh, he suffered some injuries last year doing that. Well, we saw that, him in, in the Citrus Bowl, that bowl game. Yeah, when he had a couple weeks to rest and get better. I mean, it looked to me like he was moving pretty good. Looked like a hell of a. And as 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 uh, cold and callous as it may sound, that's the beauty of having a stable of running backs. Cold and callous are uh, our center and right guard. How about yeah. that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Alex Callis. Uh, he uh, 
you know, so I, I hope that doesn't happen, but I'm confident we plug somebody else in and it's it's just like the old days where next man up. Yeah. You know what? Uh get get well soon. But we've got a stable now and you need to stay healthy and make the right moves and not plow into men or lose your job. Right. I mean, there's really two ways you can lose your job. You put the ball on the ground. Well, three ways. Put the ball on the ground. Um, Read the holes. Don't block for your quarterback. Yeah. And then um, number three is get injured. Th- those three things will get you on the bench. Yeah. Well, plowing into the back of blockers instead of going through the holes will get you on the bench, too, eventually. Yeah. Uh, so, especially if you've got quick freshmen who can hit the hole. Yeah. Or, or eager former five-star uh, 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 playing his way back into the good graces of Michigan football. Ty is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who knows? This guy still may want to make something out of his uh, football career. Uh, it sounds like he does. It sounds right. Like he so the, uh, that's goal. wonderful to hear. Uh, I think at this point it's Debian's job because it's been Debian's job. No doubt. But if Ty Isaac can bust off one of those runs around, uh, you know, uh, break off tackle and break off the end and then cut it up on the sideline and race to a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, again. Can he be the Wally Pip? But if you I don't can't, want to see then Chris Evans might be able to. And if you can't, then maybe Drake can. And then Kareem and, you know, Davis and uh, we don't have the any guys worries. we've got coming. I mean, we're not worried about that position. No. That position group is stacked. Uh, we've got to keep the quarterback confident. You know, we, last thing we want to do is put him in a situation where it's gonna it's gonna def, deflate him. At this point, but we have to. It's a, you know, it, spate. Okay, if it's spate, then we we you know he's had some game experience, but limited. But very limited, yeah. And, and not considered the starter experience. Right, he's replacement experience. It's a different scenario when you're a replacement quarterback, and when you're the start, you're named the starting quarterback. Oh, it's no, no, your no. Need, I mean, that's a that's a different role. I mean, that you are the man, and uh, you know you, you want to keep him the man. You want to keep the man confident. You know, bottom line, keep the man confident, and you've got to keep him. You got to work him slow. So. Uh, let's make some throws. We've been working on all, all. I mean, you've been working on them. You, you, you can make this throw in your sleep. So yeah. we're gonna make this throw after you know, and then we're gonna make this throw, and we're gonna and we're gonna ease into it. We're gonna, and then we're gonna bust this throw because we know you. We know you can do this. So we're gonna bust it, but we're gonna tell you it's gonna be it's gonna be an outside pattern where the ball goes out of bounds if it's not right. You know, it's gonna be one of those with safe. That's, it's not going to be over the middle type of uh, bombing the two deep. Anyway, so I just work him slow, get him some confidence, and then by midseason he'll be he'll be the man that he's, he's supposed be, to be. Well, he's going to be awesome. He's got weapons to throw to. He looks like the man. I think the uh, you know honestly, I mean, it boils down to can the offensive line get some push on the run and can they protect on the pass? Because if they can get any push, we've got tailbacks to make them pay. And if they can protect the quarterback, I think Spate can find receivers and tight ends, and he's got he's got all sorts. And above all of that is you've got uh, a pretty solid trio of offensive coordinators. I mean, 
by name, it's Tim Drevno, but Jed Fish and Jim Harbaugh are in that meeting room oh, yeah. putting together a plan oh, yeah. as well. And then, uh, to, and then to boot is you've got a defense. Well, yeah. and, and the defense can put that offense in position to succeed uh, and succeed quickly. Um, to, uh, would, would, short fields. Right. Yeah. Short fields, turnovers, sack. I mean, just, uh, you know what a defense does. To, you know, they, they feed off each other. Uh, and, and that early confidence, if that defense comes out and just starts stifling people, you know, and even against Hawaii, if they put them in position to score easily, boom, I score. Right. And even if it's a simple score, it's a score. You know, you, you, you did it. So, I mean, uh, that's a, that's another plus for this offense. That's it's having a, it's having a defense, and you we haven't what? even gotten to the defense, which I, I believe we're probably going to be getting into uh, the either best right now. is your defense, right. no doubt. There you go. Let's talk about that defense. It is a, I think we've talked about this earlier, it is stanky. <laughs> it, it is a, uh, it is a terrifying, clearly, this is all on paper. But it is terrifying. Right up front. <coughs> Cough button. <coughs> ah, yeah. Ah, Hello. Iron lung. Ryan Glasgow is your starting nose tackle. Ah, uh, he'll he, never amount to anything. He's just a walk-on. Yeah, he'll, you know. He'll he's got no... He's not even scholarship yet, is he? Yeah, he's on scholarship now. <laughs> You know, I heard that uh, that torn pectoral muscle that he had, his surgical repair, his mom assisted on that uh, surgery. Oh, really? I heard it was elective surgery. His parents are, uh, yeah, they're both doctors. I heard he um, he tore it just, just to have it repaired. Oh, he elected to tear it? It was elective, right. elective uh, injury. Yeah, which is sort of bizarre, but I mean, it it's happens. It's tough. I mean, it's tough as nails. He is tough as nails. Lenny Dykstra. Fucking ten penny there. <laughs> well, Glasgow is outstanding. I mean, he's... Yeah. Right. He's all Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, oh. he's in the neighborhood anyway. All right. I think he's all Big Ten. Uh, backing him up is Brian Monet, which, um, strong as an ox. <laughs> I mean, the, the guy who came into last season, as like, whoa, this guy is the faux shizzle. And then he's injured. Yeah, he, and then you sort of forget about him because we had great play at nose guard until, you know, until we did there. Until Glasgow got hurt. Uh, uh, but I mean, can you imagine? The, I mean, the deep, the depth, the deep, the depth, the deep, the depth. At that position is, it's very nice comforting. to have. I mean, we didn't have a backup like Monet when Glasgow went out last year, and we saw what happened. When and do we know Glasgow is the starter? We suspect he is. We suspect it. He started last year. America. Stand beside her and guide her. Um, okay, just next to the uh, nose tackle, we've got what are called the three tech. Yeah, yeah. Three technique. Um, outstanding player in Mo Hurst. That first step is just lightning quick. He's right. He's by it before you can get a hand on him. Yeah. Big and quick is... Uh... Every way to go through life, son. Mark Messner had a quick first step. Yeah, yeah, Messner. Just a yeah. wicked fast first I step. Think, I think Brandon Graham. Quicker. Brandon Graham had a nice first I, step. I, I watched Messner. Messner was my my. Messner hero. was my hero. My gosh, that he guy was, was he was all American. Twice, I think. Hammerstein. Yeah. Fight out. Gosh, yes. Here's to you. Famous five. Bitby. 
Um, Matthew Godin, of course, is uh, back up to that position um, behind Maurice Hurst. Um, Matt Godin, solid player. Is it Godin? Yes, uh, for the uh, purposes of this podcast, Hailcast, it's Godin. Okay, because every time I read his name, I put in my mind, silent mind, I pronounce it Godin. Oh, like the Viking? Or that's Odin? No, but like 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 M-Go Odin. Godin. Godin. It's sort of like... Uh, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin? McGodin. Culkin? <laughs> I've, always, I've always read it as... Uh, Godin, as it rhymes with Matthew. Like Bowden. Marshall Brodeen, the 70s uh, magician who sold those things that I bought. What did you buy? Magic kits. <laughs> what was in them? Uh, cool magic tricks. Cards? Uh, cards, uh, like cups Yankees? with like balls and um, string that you could do stuff with. And, uh, you know, just cool Guillotines. tricks. Saws? Wands? My family scorned me. I'll bet you had a wand in there. There was a wand. There was no uh, collapsible top hat, though. Oh, no there right. rabbit. It was Marshall Brodeen's uh, magic kit. Look it up. You'll find it online. I have recently. Marshall Brodeen's Marshall magic Brodeen. kit. Marshall Brodeen. You find that? Is it B-R-O-D-E-I-N? Or is it D-I-E-N? See, gentlemen would be the I-E-I-N? I E N. Well, you look at that. Let's talk about our uh, strong side defensive end. Is that what we're going for right now? We are moving defensive line, strong side defensive end. Yeah, we're moving from there. The can inside only out. be yeah three. There's a there's three giants here. Um, Chris Wormley oh, is a monster. Captain. He's, he's an absolute Captain monster. Crunch. I mean, that's his nickname right now for me. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. No doubt. Just freshly named captain, and you know he's going to crunch. He's a crunch. giant man. Crunch. Captain Crunch. He's six foot, well, I don't know what what he is today. He's listed here as 6'6", 303. Um, and apparently when they run sprints with the... Uh, if he's line, got dingleberries, he's got Captain Crunchberries. Okay, I'm sorry. He's, he's, he wins those sprints. Fast, large man. Yeah, real big, fast man. Yeah. Oh, he's a pro. Yeah, um, he's a pro. Well, thanks for sticking around. Backing him up is our Phenom Frosh, Rashan Gary. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good, I guess. I, no, at strong side. This is a strong side DN. I mean, he they can flip flop. These guys can play three positions. Yeah, but I'm thinking though he may be starting at, at weak side defensive end. They may well do that. They're probably going to put Charlton on on weak side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, he can they, but they can flip-flop any one of these I mean, guys. These guys are changeable. It's like Legos. It's like... Uh, yeah. Because you could drop Wormley inside and Gary inside, but I think they're going to start him up. As Don Brown said, we're going to put him over the tight end and see what, and see how that works out, and then he kind of chuckles. Yeah. So Rashawn Gary against a tight end, of course, is going to... Well, we don't know, of course. We suspect. Don Brown's like Clemenza. Is he? Yeah. We're going to stick a gun right now, you know, in the toilet. Nobody will find it, huh? And then my defensive players will come out and grab it, and we'll win that defensive battle, you know? Uh, don't worry about Polly. You won't see him no more. <laughs> Every now and again, we got to go to the mattresses. <laughs> it's good. It gets the old blood out. 
All right. Um, yeah, so defensive ends. I mean, Lawrence Marshall's out there. Um, Taco. Ugh. Taco Tuesday. Tell you what. This guy is going to be a force to... He already is, but you, do, cause you can just tell by the way he purports himself that he just knows it now. He's the man, and we've been waiting, haven't we? How long has it been waiting for him to just take over? Well, that's been Taco Charles. These guys, uh, gosh, it's all this information we get from all these different sources. places. Yes. Damn you! I'm gonna blow Damn you, DK! You set me in. <laughs> you said for years I've been waiting on it. Carlos Kemp is a fresh. Uh, He's gonna. I suspect get some time. He's uh, he's dialed in with the um, with the pedigree. Um, yeah. What a lot of folks are talking about is a weak spot on this squad. Linebacker? Is the linebacker position. Oh, I think they're going to be fooled. Really? I do. I truly believe it. Matt, let me say this to you. As we've been watching the last couple of years, what is... Um, We've been watching these special teams kickoff teams rushing down there. And by golly, if we don't say the tackler every time down that field is Ben Gideon. Yeah. He's no got garbage. a nose for the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, his nickname was The Freak as a freshman. He's a big, strong man. Now, whether his reads are proper, does he understand the game? Is he making that first step in the right? Can he shed blocks? Yeah. Um, can he get side to side? I guess what a lot of people are concerned about is if he was all that, how did he not overtake Joe Bolden last year? Joe Bolden was a fine linebacker. He was an excellent, I don't think by anybody's standards. I am confident with uh, Ben Gideon. I, I'm happy to have him back there. He's an attacker, though. He's an attacker, I think, more in line with the attacking, aggressive uh, defense. Uh, not, uh, not to say I want my linebackers to get sucked up into the line and then be stuck, stuck as the flow goes. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I just think he identifies a uh, uh, nose for the ball, dudes. And we're not even talking about Mike McCray here now. And I think Mike McCray is the, is the, strong, is the strong point of this uh, linebacker core. I truly do. I think he's going. He he is going to epitomize arriving Mike at McCray. impact. Yeah, in a foul mood. My understanding of all of our linebackers. So we've got uh, yeah, uh, Ben Gideon's going to be your Mike linebacker. Um, your Will is M- Mike McCray, who's a six four, two hundred and forty pound. Got good wheels. Yeah. Um, and my understanding is... He, and a good buddy of mine as I grew up, Mike, Mike McCray. McCray. Yeah. They moved, but... Where'd they move to? No idea. Kalamazoo, I believe. Yeah. Well, now he's our weak side linebacker. Yeah. As it turns out. He hits you with a ton of bricks. Um, big striker is, is McCray. Um, I think we're going to see some of... Uh, we're going to see some Devin Bush... The freshman out of uh, Florida, standing in the middle, playing behind uh, Big Ben Gideon. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we got a lot. Of, we don't have a lot of linebackers. We don't. What Not we do, a lot of depth there. What we have at the Sam linebacker, though, Mike, is maybe the freak athlete in all uh, the nation. Yeah, well. Is uh, Jabril Peppers. <laughs> Well, about Peppers just for a moment. Now, this Sam linebacker position is not going to be taking on big old tight ends and... Becoming big. God damn, boy. You're about as big as a mountain. Look like you might have played some football. He's a big fellow, but he's... I don't think Don Brown's defense, I think, is more of a nickel position. No, I'm just saying this, this is becoming a real, real big now uh, popular position not only in, in, in yeah, NFL I think a lot college of, no doubt I think a lot of folks linebacker, are that hybrid linebacker do everything bring the safety down what am I going to do you don't know what I'm going to do yeah. I'm going to go cover you man to man I'm going to blitz right uh, but you need freaks and well, we we've happen got, to have one we've got the freak uh, he is a freak oh in, you know in, in the most honorable sense of the term no doubt he is a Physical marvel. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's a machine and, uh, and a prideful man. Yeah, a prideful man, uh, a, a learned man, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't fear him failing his assignment. No, he's a professional on the field. No, he's just not in so, the NFL. I've got. I'm weighing my linebackers right now. I've got my arms out. They are the scales of justice. I can see them. And I've got Sam linebacker. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm going to add on uh, my mic and my will. And I'm going to say, hey, look at that. I mean, we're about, we're looking good. And then I'm going to combine that with my freaky Deaky defensive line, right? And say, well, if anybody makes it to my linebacker, they're going to clean it up. Um, they're going to be eager because they haven't had much contact. They, you know, uh, give it, me give me a chance, right? Huh? How about I, letting me get a hit? On? Come on, D lineman, right. let a guy through, right? Uh, so. Uh, I hear you. I think the linebacker, I think athletically, I think we took a step up from, from the past season. I think these guys can move. Uh, Listen, I'm a homer. Line. You're a homer. We're not seeing much wrong with this team. We, I, we, we both have to admit it, but, I mean, come on. The depth at linebacker is a potential concern. To me, we're not even to the weak point of the team yet. No, nor, nor, nor I don't believe we've gotten to the weak point. I don't think we will get to the weak point, but we may. I think we. I think we, we will. In, in my mind, really? we're coming. We're coming to it. Okay, let's hold that till a little bit later. Until we get to it. Right. I'm not certainly not going to jump the gun here. Are we going to talk about safety? Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Safety. Are you well, familiar with the safety position, Mike? Uh, I am very familiar with it. Yeah. You play a cover two, would you uh, line up as uh, free safety, a strong safety? There's, uh, in this defense, it's going to be primarily man. Yeah. Free safety, we've got uh, a senior in 
gosh darn if we couldn't get that red shirt for this fella. Love to have him next year is Damani Thomas, who came out of Ohio as a really highly touted athlete. Um, he can flat out fly, and he's got some size behind him. So when he whacks you, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna prefer not to be wet. Tommy Hendricks sort of rings a bell exactly with Damani Thomas. Exactly right. Broad shoulders and just a hitter's mentality. Kind of a hitman. Oh, um, yeah. Like, like Hearns. I think the, Tommy Hearns, Damati Thomas, Tommy, Tommy Hendricks. Yeah. Yeah, it all sort of fits. Oh, at a crank gym there. Um, Tariq Cannell, I think, has had a solid camp. I've heard good things out of Tariq Cannell. Um, your strong safety is going to be Delano Hill. Uh, Delano, has, uh, he's a cast tech fella. His little brother, Levert, is a corner. Mm-hmm. True Farage. That, um, then this is where I say this is the weak point. Is your strong safety. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. I, I don't say that it's a weak point in such that he can't do his job. I'm saying that the defense is so loaded with talent that if I had to pick a weak point, weak point of the defense, it's at strong safety. Kaliki Hudson is your projected uh, backup. Well, we got and, nothing and on him. I tape. am not ironed to that. Uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, we got I, nothing but high school tape. It's all fungible. Fungible. Yeah. No it doubt. all changes. No doubt. But if I had to look at it right now, uh, the back end of the defense, the very back end, is where I'm like going, okay, well, all right. I guess if there's one weak spot. Yeah, okay. Delano's solid. Uh, um, they're all solid. That whole defense is just stacked. But he's what's unknown are the linebackers, right? We just don't know of Mike McRae. He's not yet played. How about uh, Roboleski? Yeah, he's got a he is getting some uh, some play as being somebody who Don Brown's mentioned him by name on several right, occasions. Very eager. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of this sort of very uh, cool to hear. Well, I think a lot of this. Uh, I love the name. These schemes wow. on both sides of the ball. I think if you're a smart kid and you know your assignment inside out, right? You yeah. don't have to be uber athlete because that first step is going to be proper, right? I think where the uber athletes get away with that is when they can take a false first step, and they're just so crazy quick and fast they can make up for it. Yeah. Most people can't do that. In fact, there's very few people that can right. and get well, away with it. We played with a, a slew of fellas uh, who had phenomenal technique and went up against bigger, stronger, probably oh, no, linemen, no. but dominated them because technique and smarts pays off. Right. And, tr- it, and then if you can add to that bulk and size, right. then like, oh my gosh, well yeah, then, well, good luck. Now you've got an all-league guy at All-American. But smarts, but smarts and technique will get you a long, long way. I'm vouch, voucher. I, absolutely. If you know, if you can rely on your technique, you don't care what's across from you because you're confident no, in your right. technique. Yeah. You've practiced it and drilled yeah, it right, right, right. hundreds of times, and you've drilled it properly. Yeah. Plus a throat punch doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. No. Moving on to cornerback. We've, uh, got, we've got some corners. We do, as it turns out. Michigan's historically had some really nice corners. My my uh, sleeper player of the year. 
is on this uh, is in this uh, group. Woodson. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, let's start with our field corner, and we're going to bring back an All-American, uh, Jordan Lewis. Ah, could be um, an up player, slot slot receiver. Yeah, I mean, punt he, returner, kickoff returner. He's Who knows? An, he's an All-American. I mean, what else? Yeah. You, what else can we expect? I mean, the guy is just Jordan like, Lewis, All-American. He is outstanding. He's fun to watch. He is a master technician. Yeah, he's a. He is in your hip pocket on is. every step. Yep. He I'd is a technician. To, I would hate to be a receiver against him because in the game, be, I'd be out of my mind. Yeah, right. I can't get open. Yeah, screw Coach, you. I can't get, get off me. Just yeah. frustrating. Right. Like, You're yeah. Running, quit running my route, Jordan. Uh, yeah, back Boston, in Emma, Boston would be grabbing his face mask and shaking it no by doubt. the end of the game. Right. He would lose his shit. Yeah, Boston. I think he's a hothead. But whatever. He you got what's what's on the opposite corner. Well, backing up Jordan is the freshman, David Long, out of California. Oh, boy. Are we hearing some stuff about this guy? Right. Future senator, um, interim ball player. I mean, Harbaugh yeah. w- called him by name as the only one he called by name. Yeah. As, uh, you can't do it better. Yeah. You can't run a... It was like a corner post or something. Which almost... He's going to get time. He's going to have to get time. Jordan's graduating. I mean, he's gone next year. Yeah, uh, but he's going to get corner. Is he going to get... T- but He'll get time. He'll get time. You think he's wide. taking Stribling's time? I think uh, Stribling's a boundary guy. Yeah. He's my he's my sleeper player of the year. I think Stribling... Uh, yeah, I've heard... Yeah, that's... I'm with you. I I love Channing Stribling. The Stribling Jeremy Clark battle for that uh, boundary corner. Everybody on this team, he's my guy. That sort of uh, I I anticipate being a breakout. Uh, yeah, coming up. Party. Like holy cow! Just starts picking. This guy just took care of business. And, and to your point, we didn't know that was going to happen. To your point, what are you going to do? Are you going to challenge Jordan Lewis? Or right. Are you going to challenge well, Channing? Part of, I guess that's part of my. He's going to have all the yeah. opportunities in the world right. to make plays. I hear you. I, uh, I understand he's a phenomenal athlete. Well, I was excited with best hoops player on the team. Yeah, he he was a under uh, under uh, he, he, we rated. St- we stole him. What is that? Carolina, North Carolina. Is that right? Absolutely theft. Um, sleeper. Uh, recruit. I just recall being excited with no for no particular reason, but I remember being excited about Jake Ryan when we recruited him. He was a, a low uh, two three star fella. Um, I felt similar to, about Channing as to uh, Jake. We can we can work with that. And our Nickelbacks. Okay, so it's the Stribling and Clark uh, boundary corner. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh... Jeremy Clark is no joke. I mean, I think he's, no, he's yeah, the giant. He's six no. four. Yeah, he's the Richard Sherman prototype. Right. We've got. They are breeding corners. In this. You get Hard no cover doubt. corners. Yeah, Levert Hill's no joke. Bump and run. Keith corners. Washington sounds like he's been. These aren't layoff corners either. You know, these aren't. I'm going to give you five yards. Well, I t- press coverage. I'm I'm going to bump and run you the and, whole way, and I'm going to make it up, and I am Deion Sandering you uh, the whole way. Well, I think what. 
what we're what Don Brown's defense wants out of his corners that um, is maybe a little bit different than what Durkin has for, and I guess that's not that much different because every defense wants their corners to come up and run support. Don Brown wants his corners to come up and run support. Right. Period. End of story. And that's the big hack on uh, tripling. Can he come up and yeah. support the run? There's, there's more to. You can't just. It's not all about coverage. Right. Which is great because that uh, man coverage is you can run off your corners. We saw that in the Buckeyes, and they just run streaks, and our corners would run with them, and that would leave whack, wide open lanes on the outside. And if that back can get to the outside, there's no one to support that but the safety. That's 10, 12 yards down the field. That's no good. Um, Nickelback, we've got uh, we got some defensive ends. We're going to talk about that. When well, that's right. Well, we've got. We've got linebackers. I think that's the problem. Last year with against uh, Ohio State, well, we had a lot of problems. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't block Joey Bosa. No. But we've got guys that are in that neighborhood. Joey Bosa was a freak. Yeah. But uh, Chris Wormley. He's a freak. Rashawn Gary, I think. We've got freaks. Can be freaks, in the neighborhood freaks, by freaks. the end of the year. Uh, Nickelback, let's just run through this real quick. Uh, Jebril, uh, Kalike, I think huh. is the, the, the now, second Now, is it Kalik or Kalike? I think I've always ever pronounced it Kalike. It's probably Kalik. I pronounced it Kalike until I heard somebody on the team pronouncing it Kalik. Let's call him Kalik then. Like uh, it's easier to rhyme. Kalik? Yeah. So I gotta go take a Kalik. Sashik? Freak, freak out. out. Right on. Um, and that wraps up our position. Uh, what about special teams? Well, that's offense, defense. And one third of the ball club is a special team. Our special teams are loaded. Oh, you would think so. <laughs> our return is loaded. Well, what do we got to return balls? We've got Jabril, Jabril. Peppers catching punts. Jordan uh, Lewis. Is there anyone better? We've got Jordan Lewis kickoff returns. Although I think maybe we want to not play him against Hawaii. We may see return. like Kalik. We may see who, who knows who we're going to see returning kickoffs. We could see. We've got a lot of guys. Oh Chris gosh. Evans. A lot of athletes. A lot of Kareem fellas. Walker. I mean, right? We just don't know at this point. No, we've got a lot of options. Looking forward to that first kickoff, Jehu as you might say. But it's interesting. I heard Harbaugh talking about the um, the kicking game itself, where um, they're talking about giving all three duties, whether it be kickoff, field goals, and punting. Oh, to Kenny Allen? Right, to same guy. Right now, he's the man for all three positions. Um, Sounds like Harbo doesn't want that to be the case. It's too much. Uh, you want to split those duties uh, up. The closer competition is in the kicking rather than the punting. And then he's got the punting locked up. That's his locked up. No doubt. Kenny Allen can You're punting. He can, well, he, he was a punter before he yes. was a kicker. Quinn Nordine, you know. Number one recruit. Again, we're... Local homers here. Uh, right. It's a sleepover. You know, you, know, you go sleepover at the guy's house to right. 
to get the kicker to come for a scholarship. I mean, you got to figure he's the real deal. I have to figure. Big I'm gonna, strong leg. I'm gonna guess he's gonna he's Nordine's gonna be the field goal kicker. This is my I, I'm, and uh, and uh, um, Kenny Allen. Kenny Allen will be kicking off and doing punts. Okay, here's my guess. <clears throat> Kenny Allen will be doing the field goals and the extra points and the punting, and Quinn Nordine will be doing the kickoffs. All right. All right. We'll see it on Saturday. I guess. Knife fight. Yeah, well, I mean, at 10 paces. <laughs> machete gonna, fight? Well, machete, uh, or as they, uh, uh, yeah, big knives, spears. Sure. 10 paces for victory. Well, we'll find, yeah, I mean, it's a special teams battle. We'll, we'll, do, we'll see it on the beach. Right on the beach. Coming in low on the rising sun. What a mile up we'll put on the music. That's it for this week's episode of the Cambridge Hall Hailcast. Matt, did you have a good time? Had a real good time, Mike. How about yourself? Oh, yeah. Just like Harbaugh said when you're singing the victors, it's minutes well spent. Tune in next week where we'll recap Hawaii and look forward to the Central Florida tilt. But until then, Gansey Blau. Vamos Azul. A god awful small affair to the girl with the mousy hair. But her mummy is yelling no, and her daddy has told her to go. But her friend is nowhere to be seen. Now she walks through her sunken dream to the seat with the clearest view. And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools Thanks and blues. So thanks, Todd. There's something about those songs. They depress me.
Good night, our doctor. Good night, Frau Blucher. <laughs> 